Guys, should I get a radon test? Should I get a mold test? What about a meth test? And that's what we're talking about. Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender teach real estate best practices by talking through mistakes we've seen and made. They redid a basement, um, they fixed the drywall, but they actually um, left the, the main water shut off. They left it behind the drywall, so they just like drywall <laughs> over there. And um, yeah, and we were able to find it because of the thermal, the thermal imagery. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I am Tyler Kazare, Utah Real Estate Agent. Jason Christiansen, Mortgage Lender. Eric Wiss, Utah Real Estate Agent. And we have one of the best home inspectors right here, Alex. What company are you with? I'm with Diamond Perfection Home and Property Inspections. Awesome. All right. And today, um, if you couldn't guess it with our with our guests here, we're talking about inspections. Okay, so the inspection, um, we'll, just, we'll just kick this off. Eric, when do we get an inspection on the house? Well, typically after you go under contract. Uh, typically, typically, not always, but not I guess always, typically. always, doesn't have to be. Okay. Um, during your due diligence period, after you go under contract, if you have that negotiated into the contract, you have the ability now to go do an inspection on the property. Does the seller or the buyer do a home inspection? Uh, you can do both. I just had a listing where we did a home inspection prior to listing it. Why, mm-hmm. Why in the world would you do that? Because we wanted to have, make sure that there was no buyer, there weren't any buyers who had any ammo on us. We did a home inspection. We actually did an appraisal too, prior to listing it. So don't come at us. <laughs> don't come at me, bro. Or if you come at us, we already know. Like, yeah. make your offer based upon that. Yeah, I love that. I love it. And you can say to the buyers, like, hey, here's a copy if you want. Order your own if you want, because they can say that there's bias, that you know, mm-hmm. you paid them to overlook stuff. And I, I always recommend, like, in the loan disclosure package, it says, for mm-hmm. your protection, get a home inspection. Mm-hmm. And we go over why, like, and yeah, your dad can do it. Uh. <laughs> what we would see is they would have a pre-listing inspection. That's what that's what we would call it. Uh, uh-huh. They bring us in and then um, print out copies and actually sell it. Instead of having the the um, buyers get a, a brand new home inspection, they would sell the report mm-hmm. for like $50. They would just say, hey, this was just done this week. Do you wanna, do you wanna copy? Huh. And that we saw that a little bit during, um, during the craziness. When the market was hot, you could make yeah. money on that. Yeah, you how, much, yeah. how much does an inspection cost? Uh, 2,000 square feet, 375. Yeah, okay. so, yeah. Seven, eight, you're making money. (laughs) (laughs) It's not to find everything wrong with the house in order to make it cheaper. It's to find, to try to gather as much history about the house as far as, you know, things that maybe the owners don't even realize because they've lived there for 10 years and that's been broken for eight and they've just lived with it and they forgot about it. Or it was broken when they moved in and they never fixed it. We see that. So what are some of the crazy things you check? Oh yeah, uh, we so one of like my, my all time favorite tool is using the thermal imager. Yeah, like oh yes, that's I go crazy about that. I I just go around. Um, my partner Eric actually he found they redid a basement. Um, they fixed the drywall, but they actually um left the the main water shut off. They left it behind the drywall, so they just like drywall <laughs> over that. And um, yeah, and we were able to find it because of the thermal the thermal imager. Oh, nice. like, so um, wait, with the thermal imager, like, yeah, you found the water main. What else are you looking for? I want to know if one of my vents isn't blowing out hot or cold air when I'm running the furnace or the AC. Mm-hmm. I want to know if there's any leaks coming in into the, uh, to the house. So I can actually 
sense any any of those temperature drops then we probe it with the moisture meter all that but first I just look for for temperature drops what is what is the most common thing that you find um, brackets on an oven the every the every house seemingly <laughs> just fails. doesn't I have. swear I've not had a single house ever pass that I'll, I'll beat you um <laughs> oh, oh here we go um downspouts draining right next to the foundation always you're always yeah so we just had a house that um my partner edgar inspected huh. and there was downspouts draining right next to the foundation and it was actually leaking into the um into the basement so it's like wow yeah so it slowly usually through yeah usually yeah. you don't even see it draining in but uh, i mean you see it all the time and just for clarity Six feet? Is it six, six feet? feet away? Okay, so six feet. I've seen a few of these inspection reports, <laughs> but it's uh, supposed to be draining six feet away, and you can get downspout extensions. Yeah. What's the craziest stuff you find that you've ever found in a house? Do you ever find a skeleton? Like, please tell me, in, in predator mode, no, you found we a found, skeleton on the wall. Uh, well, we found not not a human skeleton, but we found... <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. I think it was uh, either a cat or a dog, something like that. Somebody just buried um, small, them. yeah, un, in a crawl space, okay, which is why why I, okay. I love going in there. Like you, you find anything, <laughs> exactly. that's where Eric it's doesn't be. want to go. Exactly, exactly. Nope. <laughs> okay. All right. And they've been missing Fluffy for two years. Yeah. <laughs> they had no idea where Fluffy was. Little did they know that Fluffy was oh. still at home, just under the deck. But the craziest thing uh, I I or son I, I talked about this at, in one of our other podcast episodes. They were breeding rats in a garage. Like they, they had like 10, 15 cages of, of rats. They had about nine cats following me around the entire oh inspection. Gosh. So they were probably covered in the house. The question I get a lot from home inspect or from clients when we're doing a home inspection is they get it back and they're going, well, now what do I do? When, on your basic home inspection report, like you said, 2000 square foot, 375, like what does that cover? So um, it, Technically, like based on our standards of practice, um, it's just uh, foundation, um, the, the four major mm-hmm. components, which is foundation, attic, roof, uh, plumbing, electrical, HVAC. Um, and, and some of those are coupled together, but um, that's what we were supposed to check. Like do you like, do sewer scopes? Do you do we pool do. inspections, hot tub inspections? So, we do all that. It's just those it's are just all additional stuff. Additional. Those are add-ons. Um, okay. But we do, we do have them. We do everything in house. You know, um, the only thing we don't do is is pest uh, pest inspection. Okay. Termite. You know, termite. Like pest inspection. Um, Rats. Yeah. Stuff. Rats. Would you ever say it looks like there's termite activity here? Oh or? yeah. Yeah. We we definitely. So when when we see anything like that, we um, always call it out. We we know how to check for it. Except we we can't do it here in Utah. Um, okay, that's, that's, that's yeah. the main one. Yeah, yeah. and um, so we always refer it out, but we always tell them flat out, hey, you know, you should definitely get a termite inspection. Um, and then we, if they need a contact, we always provide them with that. But um, then after after we check those, um, the main components in the house, we're able to check for more cosmetic things, you know, like mm-hmm. things in the wall or like dirty carpets, um, Cut. messed up floors things like that so mm-hmm. so I've seen home inspections a few of them and I try not to so like what are the things of the 47 items of interest that come back like what are the things that you say like, this should be repaired this should be repaired this I wouldn't worry about and why these are safety items these things need to be done this stuff and eh, not so much is yeah. that more of a personal thing is that is there like an industry standard or um, how does that work 
There, there isn't, um, and it depends. A, a lot of the times, I'll even ask clients like, "What, um, what type of loan they're they're getting?" Because I know FHA will actually um, like they'll get um, more a little more strict on strict stuff. on stuff. Um, so, like for example, FHA will make a big deal out of peeling paint mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, loose handrails. Um, improper stair heights things like that that fha will actually make a bigger fuss about that is really that's not, pretty not cool a big deal. that you actually ask and do that and yeah, yeah and it's i, cool I, that it I check it. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah it, it is because i've talked to a few home inspectors that have no idea <laughs> well it's interesting too because you can say hey your stair height your handrail like this is over how many inches mm-hmm. 32 36 something and you need a handrail here so you can bring that up because like I, there's an inspection that I require, the appraisal inspection, and I get an inspection report. Mm-hmm. You generally call this the appraisal. And their real concern is, if we foreclose, can we recoup the value? Okay. Not, is, is this how safe to safe? live yeah. here? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a different inspection that they do. A lot of times borrowers say, well, I'm having an inspection. I'm having the appraisal done. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let, let me explain. Those are not the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason I require an appraisal and I don't require a home inspection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and Eric and I, we, we find all the time that people come, they get an inspection, and to your credit, you found 285 things, you know, <laughs> like whatever yeah. it is. And there's like 100 pages in this inspection report, right? Okay. Um, and then the buyers, universally, they all come to us and they're like going nuts. We're yeah. discounting this 200 grand, right? Yeah, we're gonna take <laughs> 200 grand. Well, let's hold on for a second. And that's why that question comes up, like, hey, what really matters here? Mm-hmm. And our our line has always been, uh, what is safety? You know, like yeah. if, if it's safety, it needs to be corrected. Yeah. Either by the seller or it needs to be reduced in price so the buyer can fix it the moment they move in. Yeah. Do seller paid costs, don't reduce the price. Yeah, seller paid, yes. We see our <laughs> last video. <laughs> if you don't understand what that means, look at our last episode because um, we talk all about that. That is going to solve the safety issues. Now beyond that, it's all really up to the buyer. Like yeah. what do they want, what do they not want? You know, in more of a buyer's market, the buyers can be a little more picky. In a seller's market, we just say, forget it. <laughs> like you're not getting yeah. any changes. Yeah. So don't even bother. Like this is good to know for when you move in. You're creating a packet to find out here's the status of this home of when you're buying it. And yes. Not you. You can't expect to buy a 1978 home that is 100% perfect. It would be awesome. You bring up a 78 house, but I actually recommend you do inspections on new houses. Oh, I actually recommend I, I, brand that new houses because, yeah. like, yeah, it looks good. It's pretty, but you come in and run a few tests. My buddy, uh, years and years ago, bought a house and his heating bill was off the charts and he always had icicles. And so finally, he hired a home inspector to come out and he had no insulation in the attic. Whoa. The home looked perfect, but no insulation in the attic. So they just never put it up there. Bruh. Just like Jason <laughs> said, like I, I, I'm sure you've done new construction ones where AC system, you know, they're not even hooked up. Electrical outlets aren't run. That's the awesome like, event that so, doesn't blow anything. Yeah, <laughs> we exactly. we found meth in new builds. Um, we, we've done meth tests in new builds, and and it came back positive. Yeah. It, the levels weren't that. I think it was like a three point zero something like Where that. Do you have to be concerned. One point um, is the action level. But do you see that like in a lot of houses that you're testing? Yeah. So one in every like ten tests that I personally do comes back. 
high, like high in menthol. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty frequent. And um, I didn't used to offer it. Like I didn't used to recommend it in every inspection before I I talked to Anne and I we went through the whole class with her and and everything and she told me that mm. one in five houses here in Utah will test positive for meth um, and and the one way that five. she told me um, is that so let's say I'm buying a house right and um, I I decide not to do a meth test um, but then I, I outgrow it three four years down the line and the new buyers decide to do a meth test. See, I bought it and it was already contaminated. Meth will linger around for years and years. So it's already contaminated. Um, the new buyers decide to do a meth test and it comes back positive. Now I'm stuck with that, mm-hmm. with, with that remediation. So I didn't test for it during my during my ownership of it, but now it's mm-hmm. being sold. And now a, a test that cost me 190 or, or that would have costed me 190 yeah. now it just costed me a whole ton grand. more, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I mean, you're replacing it is interesting. Like I was in a a radon class, mm-hmm. uh, a continuing education class, probably a month ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, "Well, I mean, why wouldn't the seller do a radon test and disclose this?" And one of the other agents in the room was like, "Because I don't want to know about it. I don't want to disclose. It. I don't want to know because if I know, I have to disclose it. It's true. If the if the, the radon is high, right? if the meth contamination is high, if there's other problems in the property, which potentially going to affect the value of the home, the seller is now required to disclose, to disclose that information it, yeah. to the new buyers. Yeah. And so, I mean, it cuts both ways. You might know all the things that are wrong with the house." Yep. But the problem is, you know all the things that are wrong with the house, and now you may have to disclose some of those things if they would affect the material value of the home. Mm-hmm. So, well, I kind of wanted to get back to another question that I had. Not all home inspectors are created equal, right? And as agents, like I know some good inspectors, um, and I use them, right? Yeah. But I can't say to my buyers, you're required to use. Alex, or yeah. you're required to use so-and-so. Like, we're not allowed to steer Dude, people to yeah. that direction. How is a buyer supposed to know the difference between a good inspector and one that maybe isn't so good? What are some questions they can ask? I personally would say to first, to break down an inspection for them. And I'm okay with doing that because I welcome questions from from new, um, I, I, I try to push for a walkthrough every single time. It, it, um, I try to work with their schedule just so that they can be there present and I can answer all their questions because then if... So what, you like the buyers there for the home inspection? Not for the inspection, but for the oh, walkthroughs yeah, walk at, at the right. end. Take the time to, to explain. So I would actually thoroughly interview my home inspector and say, okay, so what? how do you check this? Why do you check this? Um, things like that. And if they don't have time for you, then they probably don't have time to do the inspection for you. If they don't have time to answer your questions, any other red flags? So cheap is not always best. Um, I I don't like I don't like cutting my prices. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of instead of cutting my prices, I I add value, which is why we started doing free thermal imaging, free water quality tests, and free carbon monoxide tests of the of the units. So you do a water quality tests. Yeah, as we well. do free water water quality tests. In, so. in a previous life, I was a water softener salesman. So <laughs> okay, I know all about like water quality <laughs> tests and stuff. So. That's that's actually the first inspector I've ever heard does water testing. Uh, okay. So. okay, keep going. Sorry, yeah, I just a little uh, side there. Uh, um, someone, we do free radon tests periodically. We just did one uh, a month where we were testing every single house for free for for radon. 
Um, Real quick, so I think everybody understands pretty much what, what meth is. Nice. Radon, who cares, why? So radon is colorless, tasteless, um, odorless. liquid. <laughs> so it's the second leading cause of lung cancer uh, after cigarettes, after smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes. So um, I would say here in Utah, the action level actually got raised just because it's so common. It got raised to 4.2 PCI. National standards, it, we're looking at 1.2. So, so it's that, unsafe. That, it's unsafe nationally. Wow. So 1.2. 1.2. So that's the, the national action edge, level. Dude. Utah's wild. <laughs> we're over, dude, we're over the edge. That's not living on the edge. That's over the edge. So... It, so they decided a higher level is still healthy just because it was so problematic? It, just because it was so that's common better. here. Okay. That's that's government at work right <laughs> there. You know? We've so, got too much crime here. Let's cut down some of those laws. Wait, less crime. I, here, here's a question I have to put you on the spot with radon stuff. Um, with it coming up through the basement, which is where it's tested mm-hmm. and stuff, I had uh, an individual say, but he told the client, hey, you don't have to worry about testing for radon unless you're living in the basement. Because if you're not living down there, oh. you're only spending periodically time down there. Unless there's a bedroom in the basement, don't worry about radon, because you're not gonna be, da- even if it fails, you're not gonna be down there enough to do anything. How do you not know what how stuff's gonna change? Like When I moved into right. the house I have now, there wasn't a bedroom. Guess what? There's a bedroom now down there, you know? so. Right. Does radon just stay in the basement? No, so it, it actually goes up. It, the levels do drop as there. That's why you don't want to test like in the main um, main floor bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to test at the lowest point. Radon is heavier than nitrogen oxide, right? So yeah, so it, it'll stay level. lower, but it does. You know, it does come up. Through. Yeah, it, it'll your it'll go through. Yeah, the air inside goes through the house. Um, so and as long as you don't live down there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One rebuttal to that that I would have is like, how do you even know what what level is in the basement if you yeah. test for it? Like, you might yeah. have a eighteen point zero PCI in the basement, um, and how can that not be harmful to you? PCI. When, so PCI is a picocrity is a measurement that they use for um, to you know to measure. It's kind of like how what would you say like uh, P. Like parts PSI, per like million, PSI parts like per that, million, yeah. uh, pounds per square inch. It's it's okay. a measurement that they use to, to just for radon. For radon. And yeah. four is four. Now four they raise it up to four. Yeah, because that's okay. But if you get something that's like thirty-two or something, oh yeah, that's your lung cancer city. And, and it, it's believe it or not, it, it fluctuates with with the weather. So some rainy days it might go up. There's hot spots. Uh, daybreak is a big one. Uh, South Jordan, Magna is a hot spot, um, just because some of it was used as landfill. So things that were previously used as uh, you know different hmm. um, landfills are big ones. So, so this is this is a radon test. You talked about some of the other add-on tests, which is meth and maybe lead uh, testing in the pit yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, what other add-on services do you offer when we you go out to a home? Do um, meth testing, lead testing. Um, pool and spa so there we just we check for um if, if it's drained out we check for cracks in the pool um leaks things like that is it any at any point if you discover like i don't know like termites and the roof is blown off and there's rats everywhere and the foundation's cracking like 
at some point, are you obliged to report to some government authority that this house should be condemned, or is that just Meth, like mess levels over certain? So I I actually don't report it out to the um, like to the health department for meth. Um, mm-hmm. They'll they'll actually, the lab will actually do it. Like hey, this house. Oh, the lab will do it for you. Yeah. So <laughs> wasn't me. I didn't touch it. <laughs> it was yeah. the lab. So I like um, it. Covered everything. Well, I got a question. Oh, what question do you want to ask us? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what what as a home inspector? What do you hate that agents do, or what do you wish no that they uh, would do better to help you out or to make the whole process better? Through my uh, walkthrough, I like to tell them this is how you can fix this. Um, if your door rubs on the carpet, take it off. Go to Home Depot. They cut they cut your doors for free. Um, put it back on. You know, think like little solutions like that. Just because I, I don't like leaving them mm-hmm. with a list of of problems. But what I've seen sometimes, um, agents will tell me to um, to kind of cook my report a bit. Hey, can you remove mm. this? Hey, can you mm-hmm. can you do? And, and I don't like that because I feel like like I'm not. You know, and just for clarity, being, yeah. that would be a violation of the code of ethics. Asking but, an inspector to cook his report, oh yeah, not okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's one reason I don't like to see inspection reports, right? Because the inspector on the last one I saw, because they are required for some loan programs, right? Sometimes yeah. you need an inspection report yeah. in addition to the appraisal. The last one I saw, he said, I quote, water heater is crap. <laughs> right? What does that mean? Like, so my underwriter, underwriter saw it and required that to be repaired because a bad water heater can explode, go up to the floor, bad, uh-huh. bad stuff. That, that is a safety and soundness issue, right? The seller knew that it was old. The buyer knew that it was old. The buyer already had intended on replacing it. They had a plan, right? Mm-hmm. But now, because they got in front of my underwriter, yeah, it's it had to be replaced before I can close on the loan. Okay. Right? And if they would have said water softener is blank years old, life expectancy, like water, uh, water heater is 20 years old, life expectancy is 15. This should be replaced soon. Okay. okay. Right? Perfect. Yeah, piece Great. of information. But, you know, water heater is crap. Sounds like you have a bomb <laughs> in your basement. <laughs> we do our best and uh, I, you know, we have a template that we all proofread and we just always better it. Like we, we go through it multiple times a week and we review you know things that we put in there but we do our best to not be um not make comments that are subjective or or biased like water heater is crap like what that can mean right. 15 like brand. things like, right. yeah. 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 yeah yeah the water so, it's a crap water heater so you don't like crap right yeah. on there. you don't like agents <laughs> telling you how to do your job Okay, and to cook reports is there any other things that agents could do better at explaining or just not doing um i actually have not had um too many you know too many or bad experiences with with good for you guys out there (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like it's it has a lot to do with with communicating with the agents um and and understanding what their needs are um and then some will will you know be really because they had a bad experience with the caulking in their windows um, they'll actually they'll want to make sure that all that is is and it could be something that seems so minor but to them it just means a lot and it's just yeah. kind of you know customizing every, it to every buyer is unique yeah every yeah. agent is also unique so <laughs> making sure there's communication 
We've talked about that's, that before. I, think. I, I, I don't know how that keeps coming up in like yeah. every one of our videos, <laughs> and how many agents do not get it. Communicate with everybody that is needing to get this process done. So, like, uh, what do we learn? Well, my key takeaway is that you should listen to the inspector. <laughs> when he says something might be wrong in the house, he's probably got a really good reason that he can back up with bullet points as to why he said that thing. Listen to your inspectors and you know vet your inspectors, but listen to them when you hire them. Man, I'm going to say the same thing. But like also, like nationally, radon is 1. 1.2. 1.2. Utah it's four, four point two. Right? Yeah. So like you can say, yeah, like, yeah, this is legally safe, but you yeah. probably want to do something about it. like I c it's not required, but you know so that's one one good solution. So we, we use um the reason I was bringing up the um the different ways to test for radon, um there's there's continuous monitors that if you don't want to drop fourteen hundred on a on a mitigation system, you can buy uh, it's like 160. It's the the um, it's they're good for like five years. You don't need to calibrate them, um, and they're called radon eye pros. And you just leave them in your house in the basement, mm. and they'll continuously let you know what what level. I use the um, those are radon eyes, and I use the radon eye pro to uh, for mm. all of our testing, and they. They're great little devices. It eliminates like any tampering. We're able to get accurate results in like two hours. Um, How does it alert you? Does that go to your smartphone or something? Yeah. Oh, kinda, dude, I would be hacking that yeah. and like messing with my neighbor. Dude, your radon's <laughs> going off the charts. <laughs> but also like, so you buy the home, you know the radon levels are a little high. You get an alert, you go open the windows. Okay, yeah. So you don't have to mitigate. Done. You're still legal levels, but you can still protect your family a little bit, right? Yeah. And, and see, the the only thing with that, or the thing with that is, it'll it'll let you like if it's 18 PCIs, 20 PCIs, it like it'll notify you of that. What about um, four, five. It, it, it'll still notify you, but it is okay. like okay, maybe yeah. I open the windows and now I, I can see the levels drop. You know, yeah, yeah. instead of mm. dropping all of that mm. on a on a system. But cool. Eric. Well, and. I think the big thing to remember too is why are you hiring a home inspector? You're hiring him to get uh, kind of a, a synopsis on what that home is in its current state. And then you can decide what you want to do with that. Here's the history of it. Here's all the things that are problem here. This has been repaired. The deck doesn't have footings, this, this, this. And then you can use your judgment on, hey, I want these two safety items fixed and these other things don't have to worry about. And I think you brought up a really good thing in the past. You're don't pinch pennies to yeah. save tens of thousands of dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. You're getting a mold test for 50 bucks, a, a, a meth test for 200, a radon test for 200. Like if those things fail, you're in the thousands to tens of thousands to repair. Yeah. Like, what like yes, you're moving your piece, family there the on a seven hundred thousand dollar house? Hmm. Spend the couple hundred bucks to get the proper test done. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, right now, even in this market, um, we see inspectors still charging like two hundred and fifty um, for you know. I, I don't. I haven't seen what kind of reporting or anything like that. But it's like, don't you know? Don't try to win the deal. Um, you know, just like just if they're charging that type yeah. of price, there's not they're not going to have enough time to even do the proper yeah. inspection. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, awesome. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. It was a great, guys. I, I, I learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same here. It's I, good. I, it's yeah. Good Really good. Appreciate it. Don't go to Cafe Rio for your extra Pico. Go to this guy for your Pico Curry test for your Radon PCI number. What's your PCI number? Like, comment, subscribe. If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at the Utah Real Estate Show at gmail.com. You can watch this show on YouTube and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you learned something or if you really love this show, give us a like on YouTube and drop a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. The NMLS number for Security Home Mortgage is 178787. The NMLS number for Jason Christiansen is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazare. All rights reserved. Talk to you next week. No, it's uh, Pili... What is that? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can, it's yeah, it's a great Latin word. Yes. Come on, Tyler. Don't hold me to it. We should cut and I should go look it up. <laughs> P- Pili Quitos or Pili Quantos. Pico <laughs> Galleons. <laughs> and over the last 15 months, we've traveled uh, to every corner of the United States. Uh, I've now been in 50. Seven states. Pico curries. That's right, because it's named after Madam. Okay, Madam Curry. Pico curries. Pico curries. Yeah. So Pico it's curries. real. Irrigate. Uh, what's in the pool and spa? Like the yeah, there's a pool and spa in there. It's Do you ask for like, hey, I need to borrow it for Friday night. Right. Let's go swimming for. Well, like I'm gonna bring so sure. twelve to fifteen of my closest inspectors. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't want anybody else here. And maybe some realtors too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um. <laughs>